Brew Chat. Let's Brew Chat. Are you feeling good? Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome into Brew Chat. I'm your host, Brady Lindquist. I do not have my co-host here, Blake Pipke. Uh, this will be a little bit of a different episode, but we do have a guest that you've heard the voice before. Welcome on the show, Holly. That's me. <laughs> I didn't know, there. I I didn't sure know if you were going to say last name or what, and what. We have Holly Kern in the house, a.k.a. Minnesota Nice Art slash a.k.a. now. Recently turned Holly Rose Art. Holly Rose Art in That's the house. It. And for people that don't know, I am Brady's counterpart. My partner in crime. That's it. Uh, so they've heard your voice before. We didn't really get into who you were. Mm-hmm. Um, now they have a little bit more context. But what is what is Holly Rose Art? Holly Rose Art. Um, that is now the name that I go under for my art, my art business that I am trying to get um, online. I do art prints. I do custom tattoo designs, um, custom artwork in general. I paint. Uh, you're an artist. I draw. I'm an artist. When it comes down to it, I'm an artist. An artist in the, uh, artist in the making. In the world of, no, not artist in the making. Well, you are an artist. Yes. Uh, artist in the world of online, uh, marketing and online uh, products and kind of navigating that world, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But uh, should we first crack into some beer before yeah, we before get into we get the into nitty-gritty this, tough let's, uh, do it. questions? I'll crack the first one open because the first one is not a sour. Uh, we, we haven't released this sour episode that was actually recorded probably like a month ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. I had Holly on there and Blake's wife, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will hear that episode uh, not too long after this one. Uh, we will get into that. But but for now, uh, so we're going to have some sours on here. As you guys have maybe heard, probably Holly uh, really enjoys sours. I'm a big sours. fan of sours. Uh, but we're going to start off with something from Luplin. And it, this is going to be kind of funny. Holly's going to laugh at me because we were, we were looking at the <laughs> name of it. And if you go to brewchatpodcast.com, uh, which you can easily get to in the show notes, you'll see the picture of this. This uh, can design is, uh, what would you it, say that is? It is really cool. It's a holographic um, design. It's, it's really neat. Yeah, it's, it's, really it's got like it's rainbow colored, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's holographic. It's holographic. Kind of look, yeah. I guess. It's got a holographic um, shiny. Yeah. And it's called Citralicious. Citradelicious. Citradelicious. One word. Something like that. I don't know. Citradelicious. Uh, Citralicious. We tried. We looked at this name and Pre-show. tried to figure it out and uh, we know it's one it. so word fact check uh for those of you out there that'll probably correct us on that so uh, it's a double sure. ipa it's eight percent and uh i'm really excited about this uh heard good things thus far and supposedly according to the ale adventures uh <laughs> man on, on the instagram they they said holly would probably like this so we're, we're going to find we're out. We're going to huh? try it. All right. So this is going to be weird because so if you, you probably won't see the video, but if you do see the video, we are a little, we're a little ways apart here on the table. Uh, so we're be, working with what we got being in quarantine. We're, yeah. 
so the state of the world right now is a little it's interesting to say the least uh and i don't try to make light of that because it is a big deal but um we've sort of been quarantining at least at the best that we we've been that doing we can the best that we can yeah with our I jobs see. and the way they haven't really allowed us to completely stay at home yeah yep being so, in a school district i still yeah, have to holly, go in with no kids holly works at the school Mm -hmm. uh, in Painesville and they still have some stuff going on. It's a little different. You don't have it's, normal classes. It's and very like different. That, Teachers are, are planning how to teach their kids and we're just kind of doing what we can to help out, but we still need to show up for as long as we can until they tell us that schools are completely done and nobody can be in the building. Which we don't yet know. Mm -mm. I mean, we don't know if that'll happen. A, basically a two week thing. And then after that, it, it could schools could be back open right potentially but doubtful, yeah. it seems you know i'm thinking it's pretty doubtful that they're going to be open yet as long as this is still kind of rapidly spreading yeah um you know we were told potentially um schools might not be in session until may even yeah so i guess Crazy it's kind of to be determined and for me uh in a real estate office, I'm still showing houses and doing some different things. And then that could probably change, but we never cheers this. We're oh, supposed we to never cheers. Did, did we? We're a little ways away, so it's kind of hard to cheers there. Social distancing, <laughs> we're, right? We're really social distancing so, from each other in the house. That's kind of a lie, but we'll go with it. Uh, what do you think of this? Pleasantly surprised. Is it citra delicious? It is, actually. Hats off to Ale Adventures. And uh, thank you to Lupin for uh, getting us this beer. Yeah, thank you. I'm uh, pleasantly you, surprised. It, it, There's not many IPAs that I drink. We're slowly um, working on our palate. <laughs> we're working on it. It's the bitterness that gets me. I'm sure some people can relate. This one's pretty good. It's I don't, tasty. I don't taste that like harsh bitterness at all. No. No. And being a double, I thought it would have been a little bit, uh, a little bit more, but it's, it's very smooth. It has almost, it's almost light, right? Yeah. It, to me, it tastes lighter. And usually if I'm going to drink a beer, it's going to be a lighter beer. So yet, I'm kind of about still, this. I still have some really good flavor pulling through. I'm uh, not mad at it. Since it's Citra Delicious, or Very Citra Delicious, I would guess that the Citra Hop is probably at the forefront. I don't know if there's anything else in there. Does it say on there, Holly? Um, let me look here. Just says Double India Pale Ale. I'm not really seeing too much. Okay. I'm not well, seeing anything, really. No worries. I think we can we can say with fair confidence that there's a lot of Citra there's Hop in there. a lot of, Yeah. I think it's tasty. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you like it. I wasn't sure what we were getting ourselves into there. I wasn't sure either. Brady pulled this one out of the fridge and smiled and said, "We're gonna try an yep. IPA." Hill Adventures, you were you were correct. Holly does enjoy thank, it. Thank you, friends. I appreciate so, it. So let's get back to so Holly Rose art. Uh, you, how long have you been creating? I know you've been. Uh, drawing and doing all these things as as an artist for since you've been in high school even oh, way, way back. before that even yeah yep. uh, but then now with <laughs> the rise of social media and creating things and putting them out online how long have you been doing that that's a good question I think 
I had started to open up an Etsy shop. It was about the time that we started dating. So that would probably be about six-ish years ago. (laughs) Yeah, it was about six-ish years ago. I opened up as Minnesota Nice Art. And at that time, I was only doing paintings. Um, So I would paint some stuff. I just threw it online just to see. Um, I had heard lots of good things about Etsy um, and being an artist, being a type of creator like that, that that was the best outlet to try. Um, So I would put stuff on there as I painted and I'd see, you know, a little success here and there, not too much. Maybe I'd sell one painting every couple months two months, three months, four months. And then I just kind of stopped. I stopped in between there. Okay. You got discouraged or mm, I think things in life kind of took over? Yeah. I think at that point I wasn't really focused. Like it was something I was doing for fun, right? It well, wasn't. So this, I think this goes back to kind of a, a, the bigger underlying issue of being an artist. Um, growing up, you, you, you hear these things like well you can't make money in art so you Mm -hmm. gotta do this or that or the other right is that kind of something that was an issue for you yeah i think so i think that was an issue for for a lot of my life you know i was told that if you want to make money doing art you have to be an art teacher or a graphic designer correct You have to go to school. That's the only really real way of making any money and still continuing your craft of being an artist. And I think as social media has gotten bigger, um, I've been exposed to um, independent illustrators that are sure. that are making their way in the world, um, you know, doing what they truly love, just um, doing commissionings, doing prints and stickers and um, translating their art into products. And the more that I see that, it's really uplifting. Um, And I feel that I can get there at that point too. So how long ago was it that you kind of started seeing some of these things, probably primarily on Instagram, but also Facebook, stuff like that? How long ago was it that you that, that you started becoming exposed to it and then inspired to maybe uh, try to create something like that? Mm-hmm. You know, I think about a year ago, about a year ago is Sorry. Pass, passing the beer. Yeah, <laughs> we got a long, long table here. Um, I think about a year ago, you know, I was I decided that I wanted to take um, actually, I think it was after our our trip to Banff. Yeah. So when we can go further into that, because I think that was a big, (laughs) a big turning point for both of us really. But so as I recall it, uh, you, you did have, um, you had started your social media kind of content, um, before that. Right. But yes, I started that man, probably 2018. I think mine dates back to 2018 okay. for Instagram. Yep. Um, I think I had my Facebook one before that. But you had then, so you were you're dabbling a little bit with like Etsy and those these different accounts mm-hmm. that where you can sell your art, but, right. but you weren't really like I wasn't actually doing marketing social, it. No, 
I wasn't doing any of the social media um, yeah. bit to it, really. I mean, I was doing kind of posts here and there on my personal um, Yeah, on your personal Facebook. Instagram and Facebook, right? right. But, but not an actual art account no. that's specifically f- to run essentially a business, right? Right. Correct. Uh, okay. Yep. So... I forgot where I was going with that. Well, you 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 mentioned Banff, so um, right. That was a that was a big pivotal uh, shift for both of us. Actually, yeah. Which so is, we had it's two kind of fun. weeks. We yep. had two weeks away from real life. I had a best friend that was getting married in Banff, so we just we took off two weeks and we went up to Canada, and we just had had time to think. Yeah, Don't you we, think? we did. Um, so before that, so f- for a little context, I guess. So back, um, this was like June. July, Ju- it was June of last year, yep. right? So that, in 2019. So before that, both Holly and I had, we had, we were trying to, I guess, essentially grow uh, personal brands in a way. Uh, yours was art based. I think we wanted to, but we weren't really acting on it we, as much. We were, as we but we to. weren't. Right? We were going through these spells where um, we'd get inspired to start posting about these things, um, and then and then we kind of fall off. We'd go back and forth. I feel like I would be like, really? Oh, I'm going to post it. So my whole thing was supposed to be craft beer, and it actually originally was bike. <laughs> Brady's. Bikes. It was yeah. Brady's bikes bike, and brews. Bikes and brews. Yeah. Yep. So it was supposed to be biking mm-hmm. and coffee and beer. Um, and if if you were following him back then, his picture was a picture of him standing next to his bike. This is true. Yes. Is that still like your first Instagram post? I think it is. Okay. Uh, it's is first it? or second. If you scroll all the way, all the way down, down, you will find the beginning of which Brady's honestly you bikes don't need to scroll that far because I don't post as much as I should. But that's that was a, your starting point. That though. was my starting point. Yes, uh, and I think around that time, like I was just I so wanted to do something, and I, I just I love photography. I love I love all these different things, and 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 probably more coffee than beer at the time. Even though I love beer as well, but. Um, I think around that time is sort of when you you also made your Instagram account. Um, I think around that time was when I I was kind of on the fence of how far I wanted to take it. Sure, to actually like make a separate account. Yeah, because for a long time I was doing my art on my personal account. Yep. And then I just was like, you know, I'm I'm like bombarding people with my art. I don't know if that's what they want to see on and my that, personal that's account. That's something we talked about is niching down with it with a, a right. particular account so that when you're you're growing a following of of like-minded people or whatever, like you you almost need to niche down so that mm-hmm. you're showing people uh things that they want to see rather than just like, oh, here's me uh on a, a personal account. Here's me doing the X, Y, or Z. Right. And then here's my art, mm-hmm. you know, and that, it's hard to really get people, unless you're a mega star already, it's hard to get people to want to continue to follow you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it was, it was relatively the same time. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it was pretty close where I was just, you know, at that time I was on the fence. If I really wanted to dive into this, should I go ahead and make an art account? Will people think that's stupid that that's something that I'm reaching for? Because um, it's hard to not think about what other think about that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that can be a struggle. You know, I think you know that as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Like, oh, people are going to be like, oh, she's calling herself an artist now. That's weird. Yeah, what what people think about you, especially yeah. when you start to put your face out there as like videos and things like that. Like, yeah, what do people? What are people going to say about this? And mm-hmm. and there's that. Or little Brady bit of self, really likes beer that much. If yeah, he wants to start you know something like yeah what does that? he know about beer like is he an alcoholic you know it's just well not that's a whole nother discussion yeah, well i know but but you know some older folk might go there yeah that's it my grandparents still don't quite get it but yeah uh, but let's stay on topic here on you sure. um so the bayonf trip so we we're we we're gone for a couple weeks uh at that time we were both i feel like kind of in and out of, of posting content. And, and it was, it it became a stressor, I think for both of us at times, uh, to kind of stick with it. And we weren't really having, yeah, we had commitment issues. Commitment. Yeah. (laughs) And and we, we weren't really having any success with it. And I think that's part of where it it gets hard to, uh, stay consistent and, and to do these things when you're not seeing any any success it's hard it's it discouraging hard. it's discouraging exactly because you get so caught up you get yep. so caught up in like the numbers and then you're well, like w- like what am i doing this yeah, what, for yeah what am i doing for and then like what what am i doing this for and and what am i doing wrong yes basically yep um so we we went on this trip and and then what happened after coming back from that trip what what do you think changed i don't know i think it was just a matter of being able to clear your head there and yeah. kind of come back with like a fresh start. So for those of you that haven't been to Banff, Banff is like the most beautiful place on earth. I honestly didn't know that we lived so close to such a beautiful area. Though honestly. we are in Minnesota, so we're not that close, but we are but, close. Yeah. Right. It's we like didn't, what, 16 hours? We didn't hours? have to get on a plane and we didn't have to fly over to, you know. Though that would make things faster. But yes. Yeah. We're, we can drive. <laughs> yes. We can drive. Though, yeah. though that would have made it faster, we chose to drive. But I think the drive was well worth it. Yeah. As a photographer, I knew Banff fairly well. I had not been there, but I knew what it was and what it looked like and all the different places you could go to. Uh, cause it was high on the bucket list. Holly, on the other hand, did not, <laughs> I'm did thankful not that. <laughs> that Brady knew, you know, the areas and because his... when I found out that we were going to a wedding there, it, a, it made us have to go there, yep. which is a place I wanted to go for a while. And B, it was like, I finally get to go there. I get to shoot these places that <laughs> I've seen over and over. And so. Uh, it was super exciting for me. And then it was fun to be able to uh, kind of plan out the places that we were going to go and things we were going to see. And, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway. And it was the come, most beautiful trip we've ever been on, I think. Coming back, it gave you some time to maybe reflect and, mm-hmm. and maybe think of. <laughs> you might have heard our dog growl in the background. Yeah. She's kind of an an old hag. Yeah, but. she is. Yes. But okay. So it gave you time to reflect. It gave you time to kind of maybe have a, like, think about what you wanted to do going forward. Right. Cause, um, both of us in our careers, uh, we like what we do, but I but think it's not our passion. It's not our passions. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's hard to love what you do every day. Some days are harder than mm-hmm. others. Right. 
probably more so for you than it is for me because I do I do love do what really I do. Like real estate. Uh, there's aspects of it that I don't enjoy as much, but uh, it's yeah. But anyway, going back to you coming back, uh, kind of getting mm-hmm. re-inspired. Uh, what what kind of shifts or changes did you make that kind of made made this a thing? Because before it was a thing, but it wasn't really. It was a thing and it wasn't a thing. And I think that when we got back, it still wasn't quite a thing. Okay. Like I knew that I I wanted to start posting more. I wanted to start creating more. And at that point, I was still drawing stuff with like pen and paper. Um, so I was trying to draw, you know, as often as I could. And I was trying to post, obviously, drawing stuff by hand, painting by hand. It takes a long time. Um, and I'm a perfectionist. I don't like to show my artwork until it's completely completed. Um, that is an issue for both of us. <laughs> that is a struggle. I don't like showing the process. And I think a lot of people find value in showing the process. I just Absolutely. don't, I just don't like how it looks. That's, that's part of being a perfectionist is that's hard for me. So I would put stuff out kind of here and there as I could. Um, but I, I wasn't fully committed, but I knew more the general route that I wanted to take. Sure. Um, and I don't think I really started posting consistently until I got an iPad, iPad pro from Brady, actually, which, which actually, that was very life changing. That was a big deal, but that was, I had bought that in like probably April or yeah, you had it before the trip. I was going to look here and see when my but first... You hadn't, you hadn't fully figured out how to use it to the that best of the ability yet. actually might be true. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely true. So, so let's, my first, let's go back to... My first uh, image that I have posted of me doing digital artwork. Okay. Yeah. Was it April? It was in March. March. Wow. I told you. Okay. So I guess that wasn't, I was thinking in my head that that was a a turning point for me, but it must've taken me a lot longer to figure it it out. Yeah. Okay. So I had wanted an iPad pro for a long time. Because of being able to use it in a drawing sense. Yeah. That is much closer to to drawing than. Well, it's the closest thing you can get to drawing digitally. As far as I was concerned, Procreate was the closest that I could personally get to drawing digitally. Yeah. And I've been wanting to get more into the digital walk of life as far as art's concerned, but I just didn't have the means to get there at yeah. that point. So it was, I think, a very big part of a turning point in a way, but I think it took a little bit. It took a while for me to learn the program and to, and I'm still learning. And to get comfortable I, with, with right. different styles that you can Correct. do it within it, right? It takes right. a little bit to, to get used to doing something that you've done a million times on a piece of paper, but mm-hmm. then doing it digitally. And I'm still not there yet. I'm still, I don't no, think digital, digital ways. can never take the place of real pen and paper no definitely it can't. definitely not but so i'm gonna crack this open let's here crack quick. open this one so we're, and then we're we'll... cracking open a new beer because we just finished the citrulicious 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 <laughs> uh the next one we're gonna open is a sour 
because this is Holly's episode. Ooh, I'm excited. She likes ours. Uh, this is Junkyard Brewings. This is the uh, Keep Me Cold, which is a guava raspberry sour. Mm, um, sounds delicious. It does sound delicious. And uh, let's see here. So this one is a 5.9% ABV, and it says chill out. Mm, so, I'm excited. I'm afraid to open it because it is a sour, but... <laughs> Ooh, as you can tell, explode. We're as you good can tell, to go, yeah, folks. junkyard. They're they're good. They, junkyard. Their stuff doesn't blow up. We've in never your face. had anything explode. Yeah, Hats good off. job. Good Hats job. Off to you, my boys and gals. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Oh, it's beautiful in color. It is, isn't it? Anything, anything that I see that's a beer that's going to be like a reddish, pinkish. It's it's raspberry I'm color. Sold right away. Absolutely. Looks like I just want to fill my glass. Looks and smells good. To the top. Oh, she's. There's still she, some in here she for you. She filled it up. I, like I want to smell it. Get after it. Are we going to cheers this? Smell raspberry for sure. Cheers. Yeah, a lot of raspberry going There's on in there. A lot of raspberry. Mm, I want to let the froth go down a little bit here. A lot of what do they there. call that? The head? The head, yep. Okay. I'm learning. You are learning. That's right. I'm learning here. So. Let's, I'm trying to go back here. So you came back. Uh, That's delicious, by the way. Yeah, good job, Junkyard. This Holy is delicious. raspberry. They have a lot I of raspberry it. going on there. Yum. Uh, and this one, you're not going to be able to find it anymore, though it'll probably come back maybe next winter. I hope so. Um, it came out, I think, in December. Uh, but a great beer. That's my jam. Yeah? That's you so like good. It, huh? Mm -hmm. Nice. There's so much raspberry. A lot of raspberry going on, yes. Wow. Uh, pretty tasty. Anyways. I was saving it for... Uh, for, for me. The, for Holly, <laughs> yes. Uh, um, but, I forgot where we were going. Oh, well, the digital art. Yeah, so iPad, digital art. So I guess then... that wasn't quite the turning point, but I think that when we got back from our trip, I was able to pick up the iPad Learn it a little bit more. And be inspired from the mountains. Oh, my gosh. When I got back, all of my artwork was mountain-based, nature-based. That's all I drew because if you've never seen the mountains before, folks, you have to. And mountains like in Banff are, are quite Huge. inspiring. Beautiful. They make you feel just so small and unimportant and... It kind of resets your, your mindset a little bit. There's um, things out there that are greater and bigger than you and what's going on in your life. Yeah. So for you, I think the turning point was before we left, but I think you were very inspired once we got back and, and kind of ready to get after it. And for me, I was, I was definitely at the turning point and I was re-inspired. I think that's what you probably are are getting from um remembering was that was, might be it and, and i think so after that we both started working harder on on our our mm -hmm. content and and creating and right. putting things out into the world not really caring what people thought and just doing caring it. less yeah you still always care a little bit maybe a little bit yeah but, um, but you got to get over that right right so you get back you start um kind of fire under your ass in a way I think right kind of I yeah I was learning the program I was starting to create a little more posting still I don't think was as often as I wanted to be until October really 
um, October for people that aren't in the art area. Yeah, it's a um, big month. They have Inktober, which is huge. Inktober um, is giant. A lot of artists participate or they start and then they fall off because it's really demanding. Um, but Inktober is drawing and posting every single day um, of something of a spooky essence. Um, so it could be ghosts, Halloween skeletons, theme, cauldrons. Kind of. Yeah, anything Halloween. And I just got sucked into it because I was born on Halloween. Um, yep. Big old snowstorm of 91 that you always hear about. Um, <laughs> everybody's familiar with it. Um, my birthday. So, you know, this past year, I was just, I was so into it. I was all about it. I was drawing either digitally or um, by hand, I had to keep up with Inktober. So that forced me to post every day to make sure that I, you know, I was a little ahead of the game. I had like a couple drawings out um, yeah, for sure. days ahead. Um, but that kind of set the tone almost for the rest of the year where I would have stuff drawn up and ready. I mean, Inktober carried on almost through December for me. I was posting every single she day. I had something. Um, yeah, I had a backlog of things to post. I mean, Brady was like, holy crap, that's insane. And for any of you guys that have followed me, you 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 know that I don't I don't post as much as I would like to. Right. And Holly is as inspired me to want to post more, but I still like struggle to to get to get out. I don't know. It's just hard. It's, it's hard. After I hit, you know, the end of December, I was like, okay, I need to dial down because take a step back. But, I had to take a but step you had back. Quite a bit of success in that time. You went from a small account to getting over a thousand. Mm -hmm. That was a big, that was a big milestone for me. Cause you know, accounts that I admired that were at a thousand people, all of a sudden I was one of those accounts. Isn't it amazing how it's, you view things? It's wild. Cause then I would have people messaging me and being like, like reaching out being like, your account inspires me. Like, I can't it's believe so that weird. you liked my artwork. Um, you know, there were smaller accounts that I would message and be like, I love your artwork. And they'd be like fangirling or fanboying over me. And it's like, that's weird. You know, yeah, I was funny doing that. How your perspective changes. It, yeah. It's so strange. And I you know, still, I, I still see all these other accounts and think, man, like just if only I was that far. And or... I do the same. <laughs> I do the exact, that's the struggles of social media. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I do that with accounts that are at 4,000, 5,000 followers and, but it's not, it's not unrealistic. No. But then when you get there, it's still like, oh, well, I want to get here. to 10,000 or I want to get to, you know, right. whatever. You're always striving for more yeah. than yeah. what you have. For sure. Um, which is okay. Well, no, I, th I think it's, I think, I think it's okay as long as you, depending upon what your mindset is towards it. I think for me, I was like, always like, Oh, a thousand would be insane. That'd be so crazy. And I got to a thousand. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, like that's maybe why I haven't posted as I wanna, much. Is... I want to back up for one second. So me and Brady were in competition for a while. We were her. 
We were actually a three-way competition with with our buddy Mike. Oh, right. Because he had been sitting at like... 800. Eight something. In between 8 and 900. 900, somewhere in there. And so it was a competition to see who, who could, could get, get to 1,000 first which is very i think motivating for both of us i think you hit it first. i hit it first yeah brady hit mm-hmm. it first yeah but now you've far surpassed me <laughs> not far a couple hundred couple maybe, hundred yeah. or maybe 100 and and that's my fault and that's where i was going is like once i hit a thousand i was like yeah i could do it i and now i i like it's my my priorities have shifted a little mm-hmm. bit so i don't i'm not posting as much that kind of thing because I, I think i'm trying to build things uh, behind the scenes a little bit, like what, you know, brew chat has been a big well, thing. What you initially wanted was the community, to right? build community. And you yeah, have exactly. community and you've met and so, so that's many helped. people. That is also another huge aspect. And of so it. you met that goal. So now it's like, what's yeah. next? Yeah. What's next with that goal? Exactly. And that is spot on, spot on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's next is, is all this, this stuff behind the scenes is which, where I was going right. is like the, the brew chat and building the website and eventually having gear and hopefully building community around that whole thing, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to take a lot, lot more work and a lot harder to do. And, um, but again, it's not out of reach. It's not out of reach. No, but it, By any it, means. it's just, it's going to probably take longer and, um, it's something, it's a challenge that I, I'm accepting i guess uh but challenge accepted (laughs) so uh, you'll i'll get around to to posting more on instagram stuff but there's these certain things that have taken some time behind the scenes that you know are just there's a lot of work there are things that people don't see that they don't know Mm -hmm. you're working on and um well even like the work that you that you put into just making a post for your story. I mean, it's more than, it's more than just a click and post and go. But that's the thing though, Holly is that's the part that I love. He wants, you want quality content. I love taking the photo, editing the photo. What I don't love is figuring out what to say about it. And yeah. so that's another aspect of so where I, I can try throw to it onto, help. <laughs> uh, I can <laughs> I throw try. it onto a story and I don't have to come up with some crazy right. story behind it or build mm-hmm. around it. And yeah, that could, that could lead into a, a bunch more conversations. Yes, it totally could. But anyway, let's get back to you because this is your episode. <laughs> so you, you kind of, you hit some of these big goals that you had mm-hmm. your store now on Etsy uh, you were talking about it originally. Yep. And now this year, you've you've in the last few months, you've had more sales than you've had throughout the first like six years. I yes. So my sales. Okay. So another big turning point. So our friend Mike, shout out to Briegel. Briegs. He is another artist. He's a great um, artist. Yes. He's a great artist. Um, Check out Elevation Games. Yes. At Elevation Games. Yes, on he's making Instagram. a game right now, which is insane. He's doing all the artwork for it, which He'll is He'll be incredible. on the podcast at some point. Yes. He's got to be on the podcast because he has an eccentric personality. He does, yes, absolutely. Um, more than anybody I know. <laughs> By far. <laughs> um, but he, so with his artwork, he wanted to do prints, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, originally, yep. He originally wanted to do prints and he bought a printer, a a nice printer, did lots of research, found a great printer, saw where arts or where prints could take him with his art, you know, kind of dabbled his toe in it a little bit. Um, 
And then, you know, he only had that one, one or two prints that he did. He started down the road of, uh, of making, uh, coloring books. And right. I think that's where the shift was at first. No, he was doing prints. And then with, within that, then he started working on the coloring. Well, books then at stuff. that so, point, so, he but, didn't, he didn't necessarily need a printer for that. No, right? that was something he was doing that outsource. through Amazon. Uh, well, yeah, he was selling it on Amazon, selling but he had, Amazon. had another uh, another company that would facilitate the printing and mm -hmm. the binding of the book and stuff because these right. were printed coloring books. So it was an actual book. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah. But where yep. I was going was with that was, you know, I I had kept hearing, why don't you try prints? Why don't you keep why don't you try doing prints of your artwork? Yeah. And, you know, prints is a scary thing because you need a quality printer you need a quality do, printer yes. to do that. And how do you know how well your artwork's going to do? I mean, you you don't. So yeah. you have two options. You either buy a printer and you try it, or you send your designs in to somebody who can print them, but then you have to buy them in mass quantity. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah, there are still dropship options, but it is... Yeah, it's right. It's different, yeah. So... um. I had asked Briggs if I would be able to borrow his printer just to test it out, just to see, you know, now I had this iPad, now I could create art digitally, which I, I don't have to scan my art anywhere. I can just have it on digital files yep. and I can print off prints. And so I didn't start that that journey until... Man, we hung Fairly on recently. We hung on to that printer for months before I actually bought ink. The ink was a big deal. The yeah. ink was a hundred bucks. So I like I didn't commit and I didn't commit and I didn't commit. And I kept telling you you need to. And Brady said I need to. And eventually I was like, fuck it. I'm only out a hundred bucks, which in the grand scheme is not that much. Yeah. And so I bought the ink and I didn't start offering prints until like the very tail end of November, I think it was, of this past year, yep. which really isn't that long ago. Not very long ago, yeah. At all. So like we're, we're recording this uh, March 21st of 2020. So this which, isn't even like five months ago. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. But I, you know, I had contacted other um, independent independent illustrators and just asked what their advice was. You know, what kind of um, paper products they use. Really, just trying to gather any advice that I could get to help me. And that's that's a big point to bring up for for people creating content is like reaching out to other creators and like there there's a lot of people that are willing to help. Mm -hmm. um, there's this creative community is is very. Yeah, they're awesome. They're they're very willing to no matter to talk what and, kind of creative community it is. You know, yeah. whether it's it's the beer community, whether it's Even, the yeah, art the community, beer community, all those um, people have been. Don't be so afraid great. to reach out to people that you admire. Yeah, because you'd be surprised how many of them are super friendly and just willing to give you advice. Yeah, there are people that are like, "Well, I don't want to share there, my secrets run with into you." Some people that suck, and but that's okay. That's, that's life in general, right? You know, but when most I, people are are very helpful. It's and, more about the competition, I think, for for those individuals, and that's fine. I would always leave it very open ended, mm -hmm. and I would ask like, "Hey, I'm an artist." Um, I'm looking into the world of printing. Um, are there any 
any advice that you could give me or um, what, or would you be willing to share any of those products that you use, such as like paper products and whatnot? Yeah, things, things and I would always with. end it with, um, if you don't feel comfortable to share it, that is totally okay. Um, I'm just looking for some advice. Yeah. And I never had one person turn me down. Which is pretty awesome. Which is shocking because I reached out to a lot of people and I got a lot of valuable um, information. Yeah. And I think that's a good point of reaching out to people. Um, respect, some people respect on their end. If they don't want to give away what they're doing and their yeah, secrets, and that's, totally that's okay. Fine. But, but you, don't be offended by it. In most cases, you, you realize that people are very, um, they're very open to share those kinds of things and, and they're not. Um, they're a lot not, of people want to help. Exactly. Yeah. I think human nature, um, luckily, most people are are open to helping and and want to be um, an asset to you in a way, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, very much so. And so that's honestly, you know, before I started the process and I bought all my materials, I had the printer, got advice from lots of artists that I admired, that I looked up to, gathered information, bought product to be able to do my own prints um and then it really took off in december which was amazing yeah that was a big month for you december was huge december and january were huge months um for me and or february did pretty good too what happened in march (laughs) oh what happened in march yeah so you know, lots of people laid off, can't really afford the luxury of artwork. Yeah. Um, Do we but, want to shift into that? or? But, that's... you know, we don't have to. Sure. But I think the cool thing is I've gotten a lot of opportunities to work. You know, I one of my biggest things is tattoo design, custom tattoo design, which is awesome. Um, obviously, that has slowed down <laughs> because yeah, as, a lot of tattoo shops are choosing has, to close. Yeah. But I have had um, one company in particular that reached out and wanted some T-shirt designs um, for her company, which is awesome. So had I not chose to put myself out there, that would not be an opportunity that yeah, I would have all gotten. These, all these different things coming up. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So going into, you know, being a creator... Uh, whether that be an artist creating and putting things out on the internet or even a enthusiast into craft beer that is uh, that is spending a lot of time on these things what what kind of challenges have you had and how did you how do you maybe overcome them or what are things that you that you do to uh, to stay sane <laughs> yeah. with with that's, you know the amount of time it takes to do some of these things and you know and a lot a of the question. stuff that you do you don't get paid for i mean obviously you do sell some art mm-hmm. but you're still spending a lot of time on this stuff right what kind of what, what's your thoughts on that i think the biggest takeaway is do what you love and the rest will follow yeah i love that that's good because if we didn't love these things <laughs> It sure as hell is not worth it for the amount of time you put into it. Yeah, right. I think that's like, that's the biggest takeaway. And it's hard to look at that sometimes, especially if you have an obsessive personality about um, the number of followers, the number of likes. Um, Do you struggle with that? How many people are viewing your content? I think I used to more than I do now. I think. And how did you make the shift? 
Um, I think that's a good question. Just not being connected to my phone as much. Okay. I think kind of like put your post for the day and then you don't need to constantly be checking on the numbers. That's a really good question. I think it was just a mindset where it was like, okay, enough is enough. Numbers don't matter. Continue to do what you love. Um, and the rest and everything else, everything else follows, you know, people are going to, people who like your content, they're going to stick with you. Yeah. Um, people that don't, it's okay. It's your content is not for everybody and it shouldn't be. I mean, that would be a boring world if, if everybody liked your stuff and everybody was happy. Just becomes generic. Right. Right. So, um, that's a good point. So I, I think, yeah, it was after I, you know, that advice eventually clicked in my head. Yeah. And so it was just like, all right, you just got to roll with it then. Which not to toot my own horn, but I've <laughs> that's some advice I've been saying for a while. Yeah. Brady's yeah. also really good at like the self-help stuff and uh, a lot of self-help, um, uh, lots podcasts of self-help and books stuff. And, and so like I'll that, hear but... a lot of stuff from him. And there's a couple yeah. things that I listen to. And there's too, some new and... artist podcasts that you've listened that, to that, that I think one that have helped book. you a ton. That one book that you listened to and I read, that really helped a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what was it called? It was by Jen Sincero. Yes. If I've said her name right. Sincero, um, yeah. The Badass Book. Uh, you Are a Badass. Is that what it's called? Is that it? I think I'm, so. I'm going to double check. Um, <laughs> Sadie. <laughs> and our dog is annoyingly drinking, drinking some water, water in the she's back. She's thirsty. Um, she sees all the beer on the table and she's like, well, I'm thirsty like, too. I'm thirsty? Okay. Yes. So it's by Jen Sincero. If I said that right. It's Jen, right? Jen. And it's spelled J-E-N. J-E-N. Brady will link it. Yeah. We'll put it in there. Right? It's a great book. Yeah. Um, It's called You Are a Badass. How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. Yeah. It's a good book. So yeah. I had gotten that book from a friend. And shout out to uh, Whitney. Shout out to Whitney. Links Sh- in the uh, show notes. <laughs> Linked in the show notes as everything. Um, but she had started reading this book and she's like, oh, you got to read it when I'm done with it. And then she had bought me a copy because she was like, you know, I, I'm probably going to want to reread this. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> so, wa- wanted to hold on to it. So yeah. she's like, I, I got you your own. And I was like, oh, awesome. You know, at that time... I think all of us were kind of in the same funk where it's yeah. like, you know, we're doing things. Are we happy with our life? Yeah. You know, are we living our passions? Yeah. Kind of and kind of not, right? Kind of and kind of not. Bit of both. You know, I mean, half-assing, really. Half-assing of. stuff. Yeah. So I had started reading this book and I would read it out loud to Brady. For a while there. For a while. The first couple chapters, and then I got the audio book. And then Brady got the audio book. Audio book person, but. And then I just continued reading it. And that book is, it is seriously awesome. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. Do you recommend it, Brady? Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Um, I think it, you know, she kind of lit the fire under my ass. Yeah, that's good. Um, I agree. I mean, I think, I think, yeah, I think there was a shift there a little bit. I think she says somewhere in there, I can't completely quote, but kind of don't, don't take into account what other people think. Well, yeah. You know, she touches base on that. She does. Absolutely. Yep. yep. You gotta, you gotta not care um, about people's opinions because 
a lot of the times people are looking at it in a uh, kind of a defensive, like, oh, I'm not doing what I want to be doing. So you shouldn't either. You shouldn't be taking that risk. Mm -hmm. It's all about like kind of that self, um, that that fear that, oh, my friend's actually doing what they want to do. And then they're going to uh, go further than me or uh, mm -hmm. they're not happy with their own lives. So then they kind of take it out on you or try to like make sure. you feel like you shouldn't kind of maybe do the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, if that makes sense. Yeah. You just got to focus on what you like to do. And like I said, the rest eventually will follow that. You know, people will see your passion. People are It really gonna, comes down to passion. People are going to look up to you. And and it's a it's hard work. It's it's yes, it's not easy. You know, it's not easy to post frequently. It's not easy to have the energy to create. And that goes for yeah. anybody that's creating. With anything. That's with my drawing. That's with Brady taking his, you know, awesome photos of beer. That's with really podcasting with any, that's with uh yes anything with a YouTube creative outlet or doing anything that's like it you know, takes hard it work. takes a lot of hard work it, and if and you it want takes it a long time and if you're passionate to get to the point where you can do it and you're gonna money. get there you just gotta keep keep trucking really yeah, yeah. right keep going yeah it gets exhausting and and i think you also have to know when to kind of step back and reevaluate um, but don't lose the drive for it. I think, and that's something to be said too, is just like a trip, a trip to Banff or a trip or just taking like some time off. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of done that a lot lately too, yep. where, like I was saying, I, I'm doing some of these things in the background and I've almost kind of needed a little step back from, from social media and, and yeah, a little bit of a reset. And I don't know that I've fully, it's not like two weeks out in the mountains, but with this whole crazy pandemic, which is what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I've maybe had, it's weird because work wise, I'm still doing basically the same stuff that I was doing before this pandemic. So I haven't had necessarily more time, but in a way I've maybe opened up myself to have more time to kind of focus on these, these little projects that I have wanted to do Things that I haven't done. that are done. personally important to yeah. you. Um, you know, building a website and stuff like that was like, oh, I, I want to build a website. I want to build a website. It's like, oh, I don't have the time. And and now I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to build a website. And, mm -hmm. and I have, and it's it's not finished fully yet, but... Uh, but you've made pretty good progress on it. Decent it looks progress. great. It, well, thank you. It, it still needs some work, but yeah, it's it's at least something um, something out there in the world that it's hopefully something can rather grow. than nothing. Yeah, right? exactly. And that's, yeah. I think that's also, that's a good starting point for people that want to be creatives. Uh, well, honestly, in my opinion, everybody's a creative. It's just a matter of if you really want to try to like channel it and work yeah, do on something it. With it. Um, but people that, that like really look up to you, Brady, or look up to me, it's like, you got to start somewhere. It feels weird to think that people would look up to me though. People do though. Like you, you have no idea the number of people that like keep tabs on your account or that follow you, like I'll randomly and have people message weird, me uh, and it'll be like, that. you aren't even on my radar. You know, I'll have people that are like, I look forward to seeing what you put out. I've had people message me that. And I'm like, what? You weren't even yeah. on my radar. So you don't know. And to those that people that want to get there, like just start somewhere. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Start with, you know, a picture that you think is 
crappy or a piece of artwork that isn't up to par. Um, Absolutely. It's going to take time. Everybody has a starting point and I'm still, I'm, I'm far from where I want to be. As am I. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think, I think we're, you know, it's, it's interesting to, you know, obviously you're my significant other, but you're, you're doing a similar thing to a lot of the folks that, that, um, that are probably listening, right? They're, they're doing similar things and, and they creative relate. Creative content. Creative content. Yeah. They relate, I think very closely. And I think there's a lot of, a lot of overlap, right? Um, craft beer, whether you are just an enthusiast or you actually make beer, like it's a very creative endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's, it's very relatable in that way. And, um, well, creative relates to so many things. Yeah. There's so many things that, that are creative. Yeah. Um, is, is many things, mm-hmm. whether it's in the beer community, whether it's in the art community, whether it's building things or you know, that term is so broad. It is. Yeah. And, but there's, there's some familiarity or some common ground there that I think everyone can, can relate to in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for a lot of, a lot of folks with, with the whole social media thing, because it's, it's trying to build something. And, and I think so many people are trying to do that and and it is a hard thing it takes a lot of time and effort and it's it's hard you know what we didn't really touch on is comparing yourself to other people yeah because me and brady struggle with that really tough thing and i think something that i have taken away from it is like i compare myself to somebody that's better and it's like, they're so much better. Like, that's yeah. so discouraging. But you almost need to turn it around and be like, instead of discouraging, it's inspiring. Yeah. It's like, I could I could get there. I could do that. Yeah. I could be to that like, level. That person is really inspiring. Putting... What can I learn from them? You exactly. know, how can it be more of a mentorship than like jealousy? Yeah. Because I yeah. feel like I can definitely struggle with jealousy. But if you can switch yeah. that around to inspire, turn jealous into inspire. Yeah, that's um, a good point. It can take you so much farther. For me, I feel like the the difference there, um, I've, I, you know, I remember especially more early on, like I'll see certain people uh, creating uh, craft beer content that I'm like, why, why do I even like try? Like there's so it's much better than me. It's what you don't con- consider to be quality, right? Well, no, I, that- I'm more saying like, I'll see certain people that are, like they they make the, like something that's just unbelievable, just really incredible. And it's like what am, what am I even offering to the community? And um, you want to be providing value. Yeah, people. and and so early on, I think that was a hurdle. But then it's it's really you got to shift that to like I I have something to offer in my perspective. It is different. Maybe my style is slightly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the way I view something is slightly different. You want it to be and different though, right? You don't want to be I'm like saying. other people. That's what I'm saying. And that's why you create content is because you have something different to you offer. You want it to set, you want to set yourself apart yeah. from other creatives. Uh, it, yes. In but, a sense, but it, in a but way. But at the same time, it's just like, it's, it's your, your, your view of things is different than others. And mm-hmm. so it's like, that's why you're putting something out into the world. And aside from that is, is really building community around it, finding people that are like-minded, finding people that, um, that you can cl- 
I, I'm all about collaboration. Mm -hmm. I think if, if there's anything that I want to be known for is it's like, I want to collaborate with people and, uh, I need to do that more. I need to figure out, I mean, with this podcast, we've, we've definitely collaborated quite a bit, but it's like, how can I create even content social media wise, aside from just a podcast that is, is creative and, and yet uh, collaborating with others? Because I think, I think that's something that sometimes misses. It's like, mm -hmm. it's too much about me, me, I, me. I think a great way my for like your collaboration is obviously keep, keep the beer a part of brew chat. Yep. But how we're doing it with this episode is About I'm a creative, but I general? like beer. Yeah. And so I'm invited on this podcast because I'm a creative and I like beer. Yeah. So it's, yep. it's not, I don't have a beer Instagram. No. So I think maybe more of your collaborative episode could be people that enjoy beer, but they're also doing other, other awesome creative things. Sure. Which is like yep. a great collaboration Absolutely. for you. Because so far Absolutely. you've mostly had people that have beer and Instagrams. Craft beer, uh, yeah, industry and enthusiasts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I think invite inviting more people that do creative lines of work but do enjoy beer. Absolutely. Um, I hundred percent agree. Collaborative. hundred percent agree. Mm -hmm. Um we're definitely gonna have Regal on. But again, you had to start somewhere. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, and yep. I think again, Briegel's going to be a great, he a will great be, person on the he'll show. He'll be awesome. The other thing aside from that is just like, this is still early on. We're, we're only like 10, 11, let's see, 12 episodes out. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's way more to go. And this is there's just a lot the start. of exploration for you to do you know, yet. We're going to have uh, more brewery, uh, brewers, owners, uh, we're going to have more enthusiasts. We're going to have more artists, more content creators and all these different things. So, uh, but yeah, let's take a quick break. Hey, BC crew. I know all of us are being affected by COVID-19 in some way, shape or form, but the craft beer industry is being hit especially hard based off of old laws and right now, not being able to have the tap room open and only having to go sales has been especially hard on this industry. Please take a minute to check out the link in the show notes labeled MN Craft Brewers Guild Impact and join in in helping the Minnesota Craft Brewers Guild pass laws that would keep Minnesota craft beer alive and well during and long after this pandemic. Please, please reach out to your local lawmakers. So let's get back to beer because this is a a brew chat, which is a brew chat. can be anything, mm -hmm. but it is is primarily beer related things. So I have a, I have a few questions, but first okay. we're going to crack open the last beer, which Holly is super excited about. Okay, I Tell just want to say we bought this beer in December, and I have been wanting to open it almost every single day. Since we have gotten it, it is the Overlord Pastry Sour from Drastic Measures, which I have had the best sours I've ever had from Drastic, Drastic Measures. Measures. Yes. And so I've been so, waiting for this. So we're going to crack this open. Uh, I'm going to have Holly do the read. But Holly, uh, what I wanted to get into with this beer is mm -hmm. is... Tell us a little bit of the backstory of when we got this beer and, and um, kind of relating, bringing in some folks from 
the craft beer community in a way, I guess. Sure. Go into so, that. so we actually had met with Ale Adventures at Ale Adventures on Instagram. Ale Adventures MN, right? I think. Yeah. So I, Adam and Katie. Yep. Adam and Katie. We met with them. That was our first one-on-one meeting with them, right? Uh, well, I had met them. We, well, we, we, we had, had met, met them, them prior, yeah. but this was, you know. One-on-one. Yeah, okay. One-on-one. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yep. We met them. Um, where did we meet them first? Uh, we met them at Forgotten Star. I, th- yes. I think that was the first time I'd ever met them. So Forgotten Star uh, was a new, a new brewery opening up uh, towards the end of 2019. And they had a, uh, they had kind of a soft opening for, uh, content creators or whatever. Uh, and shout out to them. I mean, that was awesome that they invited us. Yeah. Uh, they're amazing people. Yeah. So Katie and Adam were there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's the first time I had ever met them and, and you had ever met them. Yep. And we, we met them at drastic measures. Um, we had awesome, awesome conversation and connecting, um, and well, they're just great people. They are. They're such um, great people. And that's that's kind of what I mean when I say like reaching out to creators too is like, so the Ale Adventures is, you know, their their account is, I think they're like 10,000 followers or something like that. <sighs> Holly's just mouthing like, this is the best thing ever. She just loves this. This is the best freaking sour <laughs> I've ever had in my life. Five, five. We don't even oh. have to rate this is a five for five me. for Holly. Anyways, uh, but uh, but there were there were folks that we it just seemed like we got along with them really well, just chatting with them and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, and they're just really down to earth. Uh, but uh, we had I had I had talked to them about collaborating, hopefully in some way, and they were really open to the idea, which is which is awesome because they're they're cool people. Um, so they do articles for Growler, yep, the Growler, Growler magazine. magazine. Uh, they do the, like an online uh, uh, article that's geared towards like new opening breweries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and they we got to go to one of those with them. Yeah, so they're and watch like, them do we're the going process. to we're going to do a an article for Growler uh, at this this new brewery, which was uh, Thousand Lakes in Parker's Prairie, I think it was. And so we we got to follow along. Oh yeah, she, Holly's gonna do the can read. Um. Anyways, so long Let's story short, no, do the can read. We once got we to get meet to them at drastic, me- drastic, drastic measures. measures. Um. And I fell in love with the Overlord, which is a pastry sour again. And I just want to read this because it's kind of awesome. It's on the can. It's called Overlord. It says. Bend thy knee and pledge your undying loyalty to this righteous ruler. Disclaimer, it is a frickin' righteous ruler. This supreme sour rules with an iron fist and drips with so much tropical flavor, it just might make you renounce all other beers that came before it. I apologize to all other beers that came before it, but that is true. Continuing, the time has arrived to seize the drink, so grab this can like you mean it. I grabbed it like I meant it. Pour yourself a pint and behold the mouth-watering majesty. Wow. 
that is strong. That is a bold statement, and I completely stand behind it for this hour. What do you think, Brady? Uh, To me, this is way too sweet, but I totally get why you absolutely love it. It reminds me of something I like a a Kool Aid drink or something that I no not way beyond Kool Aid, not Kool Aid, but like. Capri Sun, maybe, or something like some. No, no, no. Like Brady some kind is of downplaying kid this juice. so hardcore right now. Uh, it's some kind of like kid it's juice. Way, it's so delicious. It, it, I remember tasty, when but... we were at Drastic Measures, I think I had two, maybe even three of these. And then I had a couple of the purple people eater. Is that what it was called? Purple people eater. I think so. There was a purple people eater sour, which I loved, I think, almost equally, but you could not get that in a crawler. I thought you liked that one even more. I might have. I'm not sure. I don't know. Like I said, I've had the two best sours of my life at Drastic Measures. For some reason, Drastic Measures just They're, has it down. They're just good at making beer. They're just good at making beer, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, from from our experience thus far, but from going, our one going back to yeah, going back to Ale Adventures, so they had they had invited us out uh, to see their process and just hang out, right? And so being in Parker's Prairie, it wasn't too much further to go to Drastic Measures. I think Drastic Measures, it was like forty minutes, maybe something yeah, like something that. Something like that. It was a little um, bit of a drive, but it's not a drive, too bad. But it was worth. I'm so glad we went because some of the best beer I've had as well. Um, and we definitely need to get there again. We will definitely go back. So uh, we have had this since December, and I have been waiting. Brady did not let me drink this until uh, we reported. True. That's not true. You a were podcast. you went you went to Whitney's and you were going to drink it, but then you didn't. I don't know why you didn't. I was waiting. You know, I was waiting for a special, a really special occasion to drink. And so this. brew chat was a special occasion. So page, okay, I guess. Oh, guys, brew chat, brew chat was is a big deal. Occasion to a open up this beer and share it because I initially, when we bought this, I told Brady, I'm not sharing this with anybody and she's sharing it with me right now guys sharing it with brady oh i feel so lucky this is a very special it is delicious but it is like it's way sweet it's for me it's sweet but it's sweet yeah so this is about craft beer kind of well this this episode has been a little different which i think is good this episode has been i feel like for content creators or people on that spectrum which is most people Nowadays, yes, in the world well, that nowadays, we live in. Nowadays, most people are content creators. Yeah. So we talked about Ale Adventures and that whole bit. Mm-hmm. That was fun. We had a great time. Thank you, guys. Um, we can't wait to have you on the podcast. Let's get into craft beer and Holly. So Holly, <laughs> and, and this is this is hard to Where ask after, go? <laughs> after just having this beer, but what is your go-to beer? <laughs> because if you could have it be it would be the overlord right if i had if i could only drink one beer for the rest of my life it would be the overlord pastry sour (laughs) no lies you you nailed it (laughs) drastic measures let's go to go to beer do you have something that you can readily get that you would well readily get is I mean, we don't live near the cities, so to readily get something is not easy. I would say here, here's a, a potential thought. Uh, ben Paddle is usually fairly readily available in most places. Ben Paddle 
I, okay, this is not a sour. I absolutely love, I don't remember the exact name. It's the green tea. Yeah. So the green tea beer, their, what was that? They're, uh, Oh, what is it? It's a blonde. It's a blonde. It's a blonde. Ale. It's a green tea infused blonde ale, I believe. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up here. Brady's quick. gonna look it up. But so me and Brady went up to Duluth and we went to Bent Paddle, which like I I absolutely adore um their brewery for some reason like their outside space isn't super special but it sticks in my mind as like one of my favorite places that we have been and i fell in love with their green tea infused so blonde it's, it's called green tea uh paddle break blonde green tea paddle break blonde yes. is in my mind phenomenal it's a belgian style blonde ale infused with green tea and lemon and it sounds weird but i enjoyed the hell out of it it is a good beer i liked it too i think it's a great beer and as brady's well brady's usually not into like those lighter um beers. they're not usually my favorite but it was a good beer but it was good and so if i'm not gonna have a sour like that's yeah. it. And I believe that is a seasonal beer. That's seasonal. You can't find it if it's not during the summer. Yeah, I think I've it's I've tried a to find it and you can't, which is sad for me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but if we could just get sponsored by Drastic Measures and they could just send over a bunch of oh, Overlord, Holly would be set. I would be so happy. Yeah. I just need to get big enough, right? Yeah. Work on it. I'm more, I, have, Come I on. guess I need to work on it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was go-to beer. Let's. Uh, so, I think you already answered this, but uh, a favorite brewery so far. Yeah. So, like I had said, um, Bent Paddle just sticks in my mind. We didn't. We didn't. It really does. We didn't spend a lot of time inside. No, we spent. Ninety we percent of it outside. We went it was a beautiful straight day. out to the patio. It was a great day. It was so nice outside. Um, it was in Duluth, which we love. We love the Duluth area, but we just don't get to it very often. Um, and just us two sitting out there, obviously with other people. But one of my favorite places that we've been. Yeah, it was a great, Honestly. I really enjoyed it as well. And like I said, like there was nothing super spectacular, but in my mind, like that was a great, a great time. Yeah. The tap room is awesome though. I mean, just the, the, the way they did the inside, the, like the mural on the wall and the different, it just has like cool feel to it. Mm -hmm. And like, like you said, the patio is like. For some, it, somehow, it's because nothing special, but it no. It just, there's a parking lot right across the street. For yeah, Pete's it's not sake, like you're but, on the water or anything, but it just it had a cool. I just really enjoyed it. I don't know, and they make great beer. It's just solid, really quality all around beer. in every aspect. It was a very solid experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, I could probably go off on like oh greatest indoor greatest outdoor greatest sure. beer you know i could rate different places in terms of that but overall experience it ben, was ben paddle paddle huh? i think yeah. has my vote all right nice. um for the trip that we took it was okay. great i like it i i could agree with you on that it it, it the was, only it thing i regret 
is not getting food there. <laughs> yeah. So we screwed up because so they don't have food, but close by, uh, which is a place we went to recently. Uh, what is that place called? I'm I'm gonna go out and say Betty Eats the City told us to yeah. check out this place. Yeah, absolutely. And it was a a phenomenal place to eat. I don't remember the name of it, but apparently they bring orders to Men Paddle all the time. OMC Steakhouse. OMC Steakhouse. So we made the mistake. That was our only mistake on that trip was we should have been sitting at Ben Paddle outside. It was yep. beautiful out. Yep. Enjoying great beer. And we, and we should have ordered food. OMC Steakhouse because that place is amazing. If you're in Duluth, Minnesota, go there. Do yourself a favor. Go to Ben Paddle, hopefully in the summer, sitting on the patio, and order in some OMC Steakhouse. And you will not be disappointed. it will be between the beer and the food. It does not not really get better than that. There's not going to be a better experience. Pretty much. So thank you to uh, Betty Eats the City. Betty Eats the City, Betty. Uh, On Instagram. We'll we'll maybe throw her in the show notes, too. Oh, throw her in the show notes. Uh, She, if you are looking for a great food experience in Minneapolis after this quarantine is over. Yes. Once quarantine's done. Look up Betty Eats the City. she knows all the great spots. She knows the food. Shout Uh, out. So... The we're we're about to wrap this up. We've gone longer than I thought we were going to even, uh, which is just fine. And Brady didn't think br- he was going to get a good conversation that's a out chat of me. Style. No, that's not true at all. This the brew chat style. We we go long. It's all good. Um, so we have the final question. Uh, I have, well, actually, I have two more questions, but the final kind of question <laughs> is final kind of two more and then done. If, if, so here we go here. If you were a style of beer, ah, what style would you be? Okay, Brady got me on my own question. <laughs> because This is Holly's question. I told Brady that I want him to ask this question on every podcast because you learn what people think about, about themselves, themselves and what they think other people think about them. It's true. And so he nailed me on my own question. Question bomb. I think I would be the overlord (laughs) pastry sour. Are you that sweet? (laughs) I'm pretty sweet, people. Um, I think I was thinking there would be a touch of bitter in there. Oh. oh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Oh, somebody's sleeping on the couch tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Why did I say that? Um, No, I think, I mean, I would be a sour of some sort. Okay. Um, what uh, what would the flavors be of this sour that you would be? Because obviously I knew you were going to be a sour. but I do like pastry sours. I don't think there's a pastry sour that I've had that I've not liked. Okay. And I say a sour because not everybody's going to like me, but there is going to be a certain crowd that likes me. That likes you, huh? Okay. And I like that because... You're not, a for, you're not for everyone. I'm not for everybody. And I don't want to be for everybody because that makes for a boring world. Yeah. However, I am sweet. You are sweet, <laughs> yes. I'm a nice person. So could you... I'm a little sad that wasn't the very last question. Sorry, (laughs) you'll see in the last question, but okay. So the overlord, what, 
going back to the beer itself, what what is the flavor there? What is like to me when I smell it? Even it's like I swear it's like Capri Capri Sun or something. It's like, very fruity. There's some kind of like juice that I had as a kid. It hits you that with this. Reminds me of. It is does, it Capri Sun? What is it? I don't, I don't even know. think it's Capri Sun. It does hit you with like a punch of really sweet. It's fruit. like fruit punch. Maybe it's just fruit punch just the, in general. Like the, the fruit punch. What's the brand of fruit punch? What's that? High C. High C fruit punch. You know what? I taste it. It could it's, be. It it's, hits you it's with something almost like. As a, as a kid, it was. It hits you with almost punch. a high C fruit punch kind of feel. And the sweetness hits you hard. It's not high C. It's Hawaiian punch. Hawaiian punch. Hawaiian punch. Yeah, the dude with the thing on his head with the like, yeah. That's a red juice, right? Yes. So I think that's what I was thinking. It's it not high C. It's the Hawaiian, Hawaiian punch. punch. That's what this is. It hits you with that flavor and it hits you really hard with a sweetness and then it fades away. It and Absolutely. I want to tell you, I was a huge Hawaiian punch. That's why you fan. like this. This is Hawaii. This My- is totally just. <laughs> it's like they just poured Hawaiian punch With into alcohol, <laughs> and it's amazing. Hundred percent Hawaiian punch. It hits that's, you with that sweetness, it and it tails off. It's uh, so I'm looking at it on Untapped. Uh, I I want so you said as a five, right? In my mind, in my taste palette, it is a five. Okay, and and my for me, beer. I, I'm not even gonna rate it because it doesn't make sense for me to rate it. Uh, Brady's not a sour fan. No, so. I, yeah, I mean, as sours go, it's decent. It's it's Hawaiian punch, <laughs> um, but it says on here. So the rating on it is four point three two. Which is pretty high. That's fair. That's pretty that, high. That's pretty high. Uh, and in the description, it says tangerine, tropical punch, and marshmallow. So. I guess I do I do taste a little creaminess. Yeah, I, I get where as it's coming from. As far as the marshmallow comes, yep. do you want more? I know. You can have the rest. <laughs> I'm going to be drunk by the end of this. Woo. As well, it's only 5%, I think. Yeah. No, actually, shit. 7%. Okay. I'm drunk by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing you shared some of it with me. I'm basically drinking the whole game by myself. Um, I'm okay with that because this is my favorite and I don't know when I'll have it again. I do taste a little bit of the creaminess on the tail end as far as marshmallow goes. Okay. So, um, you know, if Drastic Measure would would hear this and they would maybe sponsor us, maybe we'll get another Drastic Overlord. Measures, Drastic Measures, you make measures. the best sours ever, sponsor me. Yes. Holly in particular, not me. <laughs> uh, but Holly, Yes. Before we get into the, just like the end of the show here, my question to you, and I think I know the answer because you kind of, I feel like you already said it in a way, but we'll see if you can pick up on what you had already said. Uh, what would you like to see with this podcast? What would I like to see? I just like to see it grow. Okay. I like to see it, um, you know, gain followers that are interested and want to follow your story and follow the story of other creatives. Okay. Um, would be my hope for this podcast. Okay. How would you like to see like the way the show is structured and the people that are on it? Yeah, and- I think just opening up to um, 
You know, obviously, people that enjoy beer, I think that's important because that's hard to be on a brain chat. It's hard to be on a beer podcast and not like beer. Um, So finding people that like beer, but opening it up to people that um, are that don't have a beer Instagram, you know, other creatives in some form of the sense. And like we had talked about before earlier in the episode, creative is such a broad category. It's it such is, a yeah. broad term. Um, but opening up your podcast to other creatives that like beer, yeah. um, I think I'd like to see the podcast go that way. More I that even direction. I've enjoyed um, the stories of people that do have beer Instagrams and are super involved with the beer community. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but opening it up to other creatives that are also... Um, that also enjoy, enjoy beer, beer, okay. enjoy Minnesota yeah. beer. I'd be curious uh, to hear from some other folks. Like, mm-hmm. is that something you want to hear more of? Like, you know, like you said, creative is a big, broad uh, spectrum it's of huge. different people. It um, involves. Would you, if, would you care to hear from other creatives that maybe, maybe aren't in the beer? They, they maybe enjoy beer, obviously, because it'd be nice to sit down and drink. Beer, I feel like, but like, creatives no matter where you are in the sense of creatives you learn from other creatives from other creatives, even yeah. if they aren't in the field it doesn't like, have to be completely related i yeah. have watched you know videos that you have played of like peter mckinnon peter mckinnon for those that don't know he is <laughs> a photographer and i don't do photography but I feel like by watching his videos, it's still really inspiring Inspires with him being you, yeah. a creative and with me being a creative, even though we're creatives in different ways. Yeah. It's yeah. still inspiring. So I feel like that would be a good way to take the podcast. Okay. Well, I like, I like that feedback. Open it up I'd to be, I'd be curious to see what other people have to say about that. Mm-hmm. I, I know of uh, plenty of other folks that I would really like to talk to that are not in the craft beer scene of any sort. Uh, Where do you want to take this podcast? Uh, I would like to... How do you want to open it up? I, I think I think I completely agree with you on just going down the creative aspect of, you know, why do we do these things? Creative and entrepreneur Kind of, but, but I also, I think, I think I really want to, for me, I want to be able to do... Uh, do more in a sense of of the craft beer industry. So I love talking to enthusiasts and and different things. Yeah, there's not any more in that can. I love talking to the enthusiasts and I want to continue to do that. I would love to talk to more creatives, but I also really want to talk to people that are, whether they're brewing beer, are owners mm-hmm. or both. A lot of them are are actually both, but some of them are just... I, I just want to talk to people that are like in the, in the actual industry. Um, I would like to do more of that. Yeah. Uh, but I would like to have a balance of all of those things. I think I think as creatives, as creators, I think that any of those aspects, I think brew chat is a is absolutely a perfect thing to do. I think as long as you're learning. Yeah. And our, that's all and, that and, our, and our guests are getting something out of the conversation. Yeah, you want to, um, you're providing value. I would like to provide value. That would be the hope. 
but Mm -hmm. but um, and i think as long as people are gathering that value no matter who they're gathering it from yeah um you're winning yeah yeah right you're right yeah that's a good so, point. And telling stories. I mean, that that's the other yeah, aspect of it, too. Absolutely. It doesn't and, have to be all learning. Because that's what's inspiring to people. Telling story and... Hearing and, other people's stories is inspiring. Yeah. How far people yeah. have come, no matter what aspect it is in life. And, yeah. um, you know, that people like to hear that because it gives people hope for themselves. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I if you that. can inspire others, I think that's all that matters in life. That's well said. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you'd like to, to I mention? I think so. I think we covered it pretty good. Okay. Well, look out for the uh, Sours episode that Holly it's and Kelly are on. Next. Uh, it'll be out very soon. And um, where can people find you, Holly? They can find me at Holly Rose Art on Instagram or Facebook. Okay. And then also you I'm have on Etsy. Etsy. Yes. Yep. Okay. And that's where yep. you can and both, uh, find and support Holly. Yep. Direct, direct links are on both my yep. Etsy and Facebook. And they account. will be in the show notes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, all the things that we talked about, even you, Betty. <laughs> and uh, you, Whitney. And Whitney. Yeah. <laughs> and Ale Adventures. Yeah. Um, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, thank We're you gonna... so much for taking the time. Yeah. I hope you had a good time me. on the old brew chat. You know, uh, it's it's not too hard when you're quarantined together. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is definitely true. So uh, I'm Brady's Bruce. You can find me on Instagram primarily, uh, Brady's Bruce. Um, and then I also painstakingly, even though it wasn't that painstakingly, uh, built a website uh podcast.com please check great. it out thank you uh it needs some work but it's okay uh and then i would love it if you would join this is this is you as well holly but everyone yep. if you would join the uh, bc crew uh if you go to the website brewchatpodcast.com uh scroll down a little bit you'll see the the, the bc crew uh form right mm-hmm. sign up uh, there'll be join uh, the list. Yeah, join the list. There's going to be a lot of really cool stuff coming up. Um, help a podcaster out. Yes. Help a no. Help a creative help out. Help a creative. Because that's out. what we want to okay. do in life is help exactly. the creatives. Uh, so with this whole pandemic thing, I don't know how soon some of the ideas that I had uh, will actually make it out, just because the world is a little different than it was I before think that. But pandemic no pandemic just help a fellow creative out yeah i agree if you can if you can if you can and that's a big and thing you but... know if you can add your name to the list that is but yeah if you if you join perfect. the bc crew um there'll be more so at some point it's going to turn into something more than just the email list but uh Give, give me a little time here. But anyway, I would really appreciate if you did that. The other thing uh, you've heard on maybe some of the other episodes, the last couple episodes is like, if you would rate and and review the podcast, that would mean the absolute world to me. Again, helping a creative, help a creative from out. one creative to another, that is the Absolutely. most help. Ratings it, are huge. And if you r- review the show... I will start reading those reviews, which I know you guys love hearing me 
do can reads and stuff because I'm, I'm so good say, at it that after this episode yeah. I'm gonna go doing that so that I can be on the next podcast Holly, I'll, I'll, read, I'll, I'll read your <laughs> review so anyway uh thanks for listening checking us out uh give Holly some love if you haven't already uh show notes is where you'll find most of the links and uh we appreciate it so yeah, uh, thanks for listening guys stay safe out there and uh we'll all get through the craziness that's happening we will and um Goodbye we'll for see now. See you soon.